All right, Parker. I'm Will Strickland, Absolute Conboy. I'm Parker Stone, the Absolute Con Enforcer. That may beat our previous record. Uh, we'll we'll check the tapes. We'll we'll check the tapes. I have an intro for us, and uh, I need you to just play along. Let me remember what the intro was. It was we're sipping on frescas. That's part of the intro, so everyone knows. It's not in the can. I messed up. I I ran out of my my refrigerated frescas, so we're sipping warm. I mean, it makes me throw up just thinking about warm frescas in cups with water, and not water. Well, technically frozen water, called ice. Where is this going? Now listen. I need you to say, are you ready when I point to you, okay? Okay. Fresher than a fresca. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Roll the intro. Welcome back. You're in the gold Presented by Will Strickland and Parker Stone. Welcome back to the Gold Room Podcast. It's officially doom and gloom season. We have now lost three football games in a row. I'm so low on this. I can't even finish that sentence. I'm, uh, I've always been negative. Um, if you check my tweets, yeah, no, shout out to the, you've had some interesting Twitter interactions in the last couple of days. Um, I think a lot of people probably expect, expect slash expected us to have a very negative reaction following the game. I've matured with age. I've grown to like be a fine wine, optimistic and positive. Um, <laughs> I really loved our performance on, on last yeah. Saturday. I thought it was, uh, I think as far as one my favorite app games, it's hard to look back on a loss, but that was an unbelievable game. Well, it's a game that, I mean, it's literally going to be on the ESPN Classic channel. Yeah. Like, in like 20 years, if you check into a hotel and you're flipping through the channels, you may see that. The amount of people played. that I had come up to me at work, like, that know I'm an App State homer or whatever, that were like, that was the best game of the weekend. That's the best oh game my of God. the year. Like, I don't know. It See, it's, it's tough because you're... You, that week one, I was talking about it at work with some people, was probably one of the best weekends of college football in memory. Yeah. You think between our game with UNC. LSU, FSU. LSU, FSU. And then Charlotte. W- oh. Florida and. Uh, <laughs> Florida, Utah. Florida, Utah was. Shout out that, old Billy. That, uh, that two-point conversion, I mean. That, mm-hmm. That's one of the coldest plays I've ever Dude, seen. The not spin. only not only the double jump, but the receiver just in the corner. Dot. I mean, don't even move. That literally was flat-footed. Cold. Standing still. Mm. That a was, street sign could have caught that. I'm freezing. ice cold. So to have our game kind of stand out with in a weekend of, of unbelievable games with unbelievable finishes that you could not begin to write, you know, that's it's always a dub for us. I think... I can pretty confidently say that we had the game of the weekend and I, I'm probably the game of the year um, is because of the unlikeliness of that fourth quarter. Yeah. And the, we scored 40 points and they scored what, 21? Yeah, it's 2021, something like that. 
They we scored forty points in a quarter and lost. The way the the flow of that fourth quarter is unlike anything anyone has ever seen. Yep. And I think that's why, even with the the way, I mean, second place for me would be the LSU FSU. Like blocking up an extra, extra point, point to win the game. What? You should well, never have an extra point blocked after, ever. After they had a field goal blocked earlier, it's yeah. like they did not block anyone. Yeah, it's like the entire Florida State team was in the backfield. Yeah, there's no scenario any at any level. I mean, middle school even. You should never have an extra point blocked. Yeah, blocked. If you miss it, you know mm-hmm. that happens. Blocked? Hell no. That should never happen. So that's why I would put that second. But the way our fourth quarter went down. Has never been done. North Carolina scored 22 in the fourth quarter. 22. So, so what is that? 40 62 points in a quarter? In one quarter. That's right. That's like, insane. I was talking to my boss, and he was like, yeah, I like got up to walk over to a different bar with 30 seconds left. I got to the bar. The game was still on, and three more touchdowns had been scored. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like That's why it's the game of the, the weekend, probably game of the year. It's something that's never going to re- be repeated in, in the way it was. This was a first of its kind, the last of its kind. There yep. may be a shootout again in, in another fourth quarter, but and also when you add in the storyline, you know, it's the second of a best of three regional power five, group five, group five hosting power five. Throw in whatever you need: freshman quarterback, yep. six-year quarterback. It was a quarterback duel. There's every storyline you can imagine. I mean the 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 Hollywood writers are are frothing at the mouth right now, coming up with with probably a lackluster film about this about game. Max return. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's I'm pretty confident that's that's game of the year. Yeah, well, I would love for someone to beat it. Just looking at like the box score, like five touchdowns in the last four minutes, and that's <laughs> three within the last thirty seconds. That's wild. We, we scored with thirty one to go. Right. They score off the the. Uh, onside, onside kick, kick like an idiot, and then Trace Bryce to Caden Robinson with literally nine seconds. I will say about that onside kick. We were watching it at uh, Angry Ales, which is the kind of the App State bar in Charlotte. Yeah, I was impressed with the football IQ of the crowd because after Chapel Hill re- returned that touchdown, uh, the immediate reaction of everyone was like, "Oh man, it's over." But within seconds, people were like, wait a minute. No, yeah, that's, that's not bad. If, if they're going to recover the onside, you want them to score and score immediately. That's yeah. that's like, And I wonder if that was like something they talked about in the huddle. It's like, if we're not going to recover it, don't tackle. Yeah, that's probably why they uh, you know, got demolished. Like they did. <laughs> It was all part of the plan. All, all, to get steamrolled. Part of the good old let them but, score defense. But I was impressed because, I mean... We we have to remind ourselves. It gave I forget, us another shot. I think I forget who tweeted it. Someone was like, "I forget that most people take this casually <laughs> <laughs> and just watch it in their spare time because it's fun." Yeah, they don't care like we do. We're in the minority yes. of being diehard like this, especially when it comes to students. So the bar was mostly alumni, people that just you know watching casual. It was a, it was a summer day. People just enjoying the weather. But the fact that people pretty quickly picked up that this was the best possible scenario, I was impressed yeah. with. I, yeah. I thought that was great. Um, I also thought it was funny after the, our very last touchdown, I stood up and I yelled, 
go for one, go for one. And people turn around and said, no, go for two. <laughs> so let's get into that. We ran a Twitter poll. Scientific. About, yes, which is science. Yeah. Um, and it was pretty cut and dry clear that, that the people agreed with the, even with hindsight, you know, they agreed with the call to go for two. Right. I did too. That was my immediate gut reaction. We scored that touchdown and I immediately stood up and said two. So the results are with 81 votes, uh, 91% of the question was try to use hindsight as little as humanly possible because it's not it's not possible to, to totally get that out. Would you have gone for the first two-point attempt against UNC? 91% say yes, and I do want to note that uh, Lathan Kaiser, uh, hopefully I said your name correctly, uh, he said, not going to lie, accidentally hit no. So that percentage could be, we could bump be that up one or two, two. points yeah, there, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So overwhelmingly, yes, they would have gone for it. So let me, I was still torn looking at this, as the poll was going on and once it became overwhelming because I was still in the camp of we should have gone for one. But as I saw the results come in, I was like, Hmm, you might be dumb. I may be wrong. (laughs) So I I was thinking about it and I realized that in every other big game like this, where we've been close, um, Miami, Penn state, Wake Forest, you know, I'm all, I am always in the, and even just watching games, I am always in the camp that if you are the underdog, you always go for two. If you're the underdog, you always play for the win. But then in this scenario, I was looking at it from the perspective of we weren't the underdog. But the more I thought about it, we were. We may not have started the underdog when the game started. Yeah. Being home and technically we had the odds in our favor, at least the betting line. By the end of that third quarter, we were the underdog. At that point, it's two-point conversion time. It yeah. is underdog mentality. That's why I like, I've never once questioned why we went for two against Penn, Penn State. State. Nope. Even though it stung to lose, they made a great play. And it was, I, I don't know if we could have gone further. Well, I think, too, at that moment, you know, we we had already, you know, scored so much in that one quarter to bring us back. You've got momentum on your side. You've got the crowd back into it. Like I, that's just like you got to ride the momentum as far yeah. as it can go. I, I agree with the the two point call, and I think that's a great testament to what it takes to be a head coach, because you don't have uh, what four days in a Twitter poll to think about. Yeah, exactly. Should we do this? You have fifteen seconds tops, right? You, and you also have to know what you're running. Yes, you ha- you you have to have a play circle that like break glass in case of emergency. Yeah. And it's, it looked like we did. It just didn't work. It was a perfect play call. It was drawn up beautifully. I mean, the, what the the look that they wanted happened. Right. Do and I'm not viewing this as whose fault is it and, and who lost us the game. I'm looking at it as more of a. Uh, I guess an X's and O's type situation. Was it the throw that was overthrown or was it the receiver who, I guess, turned around, who, who slowed his Slow. progress? Uh, I, I can see it from both ways. I'd have to, to look at the play from, from you know, slow angle. Basically, it, it's hard for a quarterback once they kind of start their throwing motion to adjust it from that point. Right. And I, I'd have to look at it to see whether or not Davis had turned around by the time Chase starts to wind up. Mm. Um, 
my thought, a coworker kind of told me this and I kind of felt the same way is that the first two point conversion would have, would have scored if chase decided to tuck it. The second one would have scored if chase decided not to tuck it. Yeah, that's probably right. Cause that second one, Deshaun was open again towards the front of the end zone. So, now he did have a defender near him to, within a few steps. But if, if you throw, but you got to think you have better odds throwing if you throw it, that kind of lofted ball right. like the first time one had. If you throw a contested pass, you've got a chance for pass interference. You got a chance for a reception. Yep. You got a chance for something else to happen. It, 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 your likelihood is higher than trying to run it. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think when I look at that first two-point conversion, I lean towards the pass being overthrown. It felt like maybe, you know, uh, a Corey Sutton build could have caught it. Yeah. But it's, it's, we don't have a Corey Sutton. Yeah, it's know your personnel right now. at that point. Um, but there was there's nobody on that side of the field. Yeah. There's zero. Yeah. Zero. Such Which, is you life. Know, like, you know, Such is life. We're sitting here, you know, Monday morning quarterback style, you know. Oh, it's Wednesday night. Wednesday night quarterback style. Who knows what the what the deal was or is, but that's just kind of one of those, you know. The the game like no one should feel bad about like it it Well, they I should, will, they hold should, on. Oh, Let me Oh, oh. I think perhaps Oh no. I'm not saying someone should feel bad, oh, but no. I do think there is one This is going down. Uh mistake that needs to be addressed i i question some of the defensive play calling particularly <gasps> with the secondary the pass coverage i thought we were playing very soft and you can tell that because unc had a third down play that they ran every damn time and it worked every time and especially when you look at their last touchdown you know not only did we send the full house on a blitz you know, yeah. that's, that is questionable. I, I, I think I, I, I asked people about that. It seemed like majority said it was, it was the right call, but you got to wonder if you kind of put more, put more in the secondary, maybe you try to force May to scramble, but, but if you put more in the secondary, you're not getting pressure or as much. Do you think, let's say that they got to the red zone or even a two point conversion, would you have felt confident with our defense with that limited space of a two point conversion? Do you think our defense would have held? Cause then you aren't, you don't I've, have that spread out. That yeah. Soft and coverage. I think that's kind of what, what my thought was is that they were when in open field, they were taking advantage of moving the ball all over the place. And then it seemed like the times where we looked a little bit better, it was in those short field scenarios where you could kind of take part of the field away. Right. Um, I will kind of cry a little bit at that drop pick we had. Um, oh, I think it was Stephen Jones. Yeah, that was a tough play. That was uh, that 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 might haunt me a little bit more than a lot of other plays from this game. But that was know. a tough one. I mean, he, that was a, that was a full extension dive. Exactly, like he he got there. Yeah, he made an, a a crazy athletic play to even be in the vicinity. Yeah, but um, I think North Carolina's offense was a lot better than I think any of us yeah thought that they would be for sure. I think Drake May, in my opinion, looks better than Sam Howell was. Yeah, 
I, I was I was impressed with his mobility. Yeah, he he's a good decision maker. Does not throw a lot of balls in questionable areas. Won't force it. No interceptions, right? No ints. He had one forced fumble because yeah. Nick Hampton rocked him. Yeah, um, uh, but no interceptions. Yeah, like that, that that's a good quarterback. Yeah. So you know, I I feel good about our performance against that team. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think North Carolina is about to go win the ACC or anything. I nah. don't. I, their defense is not going to hold together. Be great if they did. Look, look good on us. I guess. I was gonna say. So, <laughs> I mean, like, or yeah, it could be that we're like secretly sure. like top ten talent. In North yeah. Carolina is like a hidden number one. We yeah. <laughs> playing playing uh, us and and uh, perennial barn beaters, Florida A and M, mm-hmm. who lost their game this week by yeah. like eighty points. Airbud was ruled ineligible. They scored, they scored three points against whatever FCS team they played. Oh, it was a. Uh, it was not whatever. It was Jackson State. It was primetime, baby. Did they play? Yeah, it was the. It was like the Orange Bowl Classic, something like that. Yeah, it was a. Because oh, yeah. yeah. uh, Dion's son is a quarterback. Yeah, fifty nine three, and he was out of his pads wearing jewelry by third quarter. Well, and also Dion, <laughs> I, I think this is too a good time to talk about Jackson State. How uh, D- we've been D- waiting to talk about Jackson. State. Dion used the platform that they had playing that game on Sunday, or whatever. Um, on national television talk about how they can't like wash their clothes or shower yeah. in jackson right now yeah pretty crazy pretty crazy pretty unbelievable the entire city does not have water and that's a that's a big sit like it's been as like far a, as mississippi goes like the, jackson's like your, the, your capital it's been like a month-long thing too they've yeah. been uh, under a, a boil water advisory for roughly a month and the flooding came in in the last week or two and before it was boil the water now it is do not use the water you yep. cannot flush you cannot if you bathe you have to keep your eyes shut and your mouth closed yep you can't brush your teeth wild stuff wild stuff that that's going on and i can't imagine being a, a college athlete i can't imagine trying to do that yeah a college athlete a, a department in general like you can't wash jerseys after like how much laundry comes out of a football team Ugh, I don't, it's ugh. it's unbelievable the amount of i don't see that stuff <laughs> The equipment that that a football team runs through in a week, yeah, and the amount of loads of laundry you have to do. So I have no idea what they're doing. I don't know if they're busting. Sounds it out like or... the the episode of SpongeBob where they uh, have to raise the the clam, and the or the scallop, I guess. And SpongeBob showing Patrick all the diapers. Yeah, oh he yeah, keeps, yeah, yeah, he keeps pulling, pulling back, back the back the house. house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a football locker room um, laundry. So yeah, uh, anything else from North Carolina again? Um, would definitely like to see some defensive adjustments. I think, for the most part, I think you're right. I think I'm pretty happy with the with yeah the they, play. I, I can't. Biggest takeaway for me was the receivers are all right. We have no yep. worries. That's what I was worried about. Yep, that's Kid, not a problem. The kids gonna be all right. That's not a problem. Every, I mean, how many different receivers did he throw? Uh, scratch that thought. My favorite thing about the game was the tight ends have been were involved yeah. in a way they've never been involved Henry pearson had himself a, a gibbs a had a td yep. pearson had a td they were they were active on the blocks they were just active on on running routes and and catching passes that and i i that lacked i feel like all last year but so receiving wise we had 12 different players that's ball. wild 12 different players caught a ball how many touchdowns do you know uh six yeah chase had six passing Talking how many receivers? Six. Six individual receivers? Yeah, six there individual were no repeats? Six. No, no repeats. Dang. That's crazy. Yep. Deshaun Davis, Christian Horn, Caden Robinson, Henry, Pearson, Miller Gibbs, and Christian Wells all caught touchdowns. A lot of youngins on there. Yep. I like that. I like that. 
the, so, the big breakout for me, Deshaun Davis had himself a yeah, game. And I don't know if he... Six receptions, 72 yards, and a tutty. I don't remember hearing his name last year. I don't know if I just wasn't paying attention or he didn't play. But he... He could play. All of a sudden, he's like maybe wide receiver one. I don't know. Yep. Maybe Christian Wells is, is number one. But it seemed like Deshaun Davis uh, turned into one of Chase's favorite targets, which yep. was awesome to see. I loved seeing Caden Robinson get that last touchdown. Pulling up big in a moment like that, I mean, good on him. That's that was wild. Um, I want to show love to our kicker, Michael Hughes. Uh, you know, as a kicker, you're you're probably the first one to get any criticism, especially when you miss a kick. It was his. I'm pretty sure that was his first game game time field goal because uh, we had a legendary. I mean, what did Chandler State miss last year? One field goal, if that. Yeah, I mean, it was- so you've got massive shoes to to fill. And your first game is a 40,000 home crowd yes, against that is Chapel going Hill. to be screaming no matter what. And it wasn't necessarily an easy field goal. No. It was on the on the hash, what, it was like a 35, 40-yard kick, something like that. So, yes, of course, I would have loved it if he had made it, but I'm not losing sleep about it, you know? No. He'll get, it's the start of the season, and, and we'll need him again to, to win a game and, later. And he so. was 7 for 7 on extra points. And that cannot be, listen... You cannot. That's that's what you need. The ghost of Rubino shines don't, brightly. Don't say his name in my apartment. Rubino, Rubino, Rubino. <gasps> <laughs> What's nice too is looking at uh, these receivers: Deshaun Davis, Christian Horn, Caden Robinson, Christian Wells. What do they all have in common? They have a C in their name. They're all sophomores. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I'm a C in the name. No, Deshaun ain't got no damn C. <laughs> no, Kushan. They're all uh, they're all sophomores. Deshaunka. <laughs> all right, all right. This this Davis. Davis. It, the K is silent and invisible. K Davis. <laughs> I think that's it for Chapel Hill. Uh, defensive coordinator. I would like to see him get the film room. We need um, some big old adjustments hey, on the secondary. Hey, I will say. I will say. You talk about playing soft, whatever, in the secondary. Soft. Is that is it worse than than Ted Roof levels of soft secondary? Uh, they were playing like forty yards back. Ted Roof only lost one game. That's all I'm saying. Well, we've only lost one game this season. I'm saying Ted Roof only lost one game is DC, right? Dale Jones has been DC for several seasons. Hmm. We've lost several games. <laughs> I'm going to have to pull up the tapes on your Ted Roof comments and put them all in here. How many years was Ted Roof RDC? Pull it up. You one, got you one, got the algorithms. One, right? You've got the, the... Yeah, we only had Ted Roof. Telegram one. right there. Pull it up. Hopefully I'm right. Because if I yeah, am... It was only one year. It was one year. Boom. And he lost one game, and he beat how many Power Fives? Two. Okay. Now, how long has Dale Jones been RDC? I would assume three under years. Under Coach Clark- Clarkinson. Clarkathon. Clark- Clarkington. Clarkington? Really? Yeah. Clarkington? Stay focused. D- Dale Jones has been uh, our uh, defensive coordinator since 2020, so this is third season. You guys know that uh, that little clip of Oprah looking at the camera, and she goes, she kind of unfurls her hands, gives that, like, you see this shit, that type of look? That's all I'm doing right now. Okay. So, talking about Ted Roof soft coverage, my man won games. Well, That's all I'm gonna say. He won him at. He State. beat Chapel Hill. Dale Jones lost to Chapel Hill. He uh, he won them at, uh, at at App State because he went to Vanderbilt afterwards and did not win very many games. 
Okay. I'm talking about App State. I don't care about, yo, Vanderbilt's new logo looks like an esports team, bro. I don't care about them. All right, it looks like a default team in Rocket League season. I think it looks like a logo um, for like a new shaving razor. <laughs> like a, it, it, what? It, it'd be like very good shave. And <laughs> <set> v. <laughs> very good shaving company. Come get a very good shave from our shaving company. Very good. I feel like all of those products, it's like shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> Dollar well, Shave Club. You can make your your toiletry tree jokes all you want. I'm I'm just speaking facts. All right, all right we're gonna just now. speaking I'll, facts. I'll, I'll, I'm, we're, we're we're moving on. Dale Jones, get it, get it. Respectfully, of course, respectfully. I ain't saying any of that. So just just it's all will. Not, What's next? Not me. All right, let's let's move on to our uh, second Power Five matchup of the month. Uh, let's talk about Texas A&M. What time are we at on the recording? Don't cut this out. What time are we at? Twenty four fifty two. Just making sure. I'm going to cut this out. No, there's no need. We're still here. Texas A&M, what's going on? Tell us about the game. We're right here. Okay. Um, We've got the, the crowd chomping at the bit for more. We can't cut. So I was a little surprised. So Texas A&M had Sam Houston State last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, future FBS program. Future Conference USA member. Dominant Sam Houston. Dominant member? You're just predicting? Hey, Sam Houston State going to run. I'm calling it first year of eligibility for the title. They're claiming it in spades. They're they're going to run the conference of like eight people in Liberty. Jacksonville State getting clapped. I'm telling you. FIU getting clapped. La Tech clapped. List them. <laughs> MTSU. Surely. Got clapped by JMU. Surely. <laughs> um, and while Sam Houston did not score, which was not that surprising. <laughs> That's bad. That's wild. Texas A&M only scored 31. Washed. Which is surprising. I thought that might have been like an 80-point game. Now, didn't we say the same thing when we played uh, Elon last year? We were like, dang, we didn't really look that good. But then we were kind of like, well, maybe that's kind of the point. Like, there's well, no we, need to well, but look we that didn't. Good. We in that game we didn't look good in the first half, and then we turned it on for the second half. The second half of that Elon game, we blew him out the water. We That's said true. that about the, that, the, that the was first a half last we, year. Yeah. So it could have just been Texas A&M. They didn't have to do anything fancy. They didn't have to show their playbook. They they probably ran four plays. That, that is, like me playing Madden, just uh, hit and shuffle, <laughs> <laughs> letting the coach pick for me. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's. Sounds like an easy dub to me. That's that's all. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking like uh, 65-10 app. 63-60. Sorry. Too soon. <laughs> uh, we talked about this last episode. Obviously, I would love a win. Boy, do I want it badly for our team after that that loss. Um, be prepared to view the game as just an appreciation for the opportunity of our players. We're happy to be here. Right. Giving them highlight reels for their tape. And then we come back and we run the table and, and we, we win the championship again. So, uh, Texas A&M's quarterback went 20 of 31 for 364 yards, three touchdowns. Three hun- that's a lot of yards. Three <laughs> touchdowns, two interceptions. Oh, he's a bum. He bozo. Chase only had one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I'm joking. I'm joking. Respectfully. Which is weird because he put up Chase Bryce numbers. Respectfully. But they only scored 31 points. 
Something that don't, don't add up. Something don't. He ain't got the tight ends that we got, baby. Um, Their running back did not have a good game. And we had two that had great games. He averaged 2.3 yards per carry. Oh. How many attempts? 18. Oh. <laughs> Whoa, wait a minute. 18 carries Whoa. for 42 yards. This is bad. For them. For, for them. them. That's what I'm this saying. This is like, bad. Like, so I kind of understand. What in at, the world? Looking at the numbers, I understand why Jimbo Fisher made the comments that he did. If you did not see it, Jimbo Fisher and his oh, it was a great clip. W- weekly press conference gave a lot of praise to App State, named players by right. name. And it wasn't just like, oh, they beat Michigan and Appalachian State. They're a good old ball program. That Tyler Lamb. I mean, my man was spitting uh, this dude, Peoples, this dude, Nathan that dude. Well. He's been a sophomore. He's a senior. This play, this play, that. Number like, nine on bro, defense. Like, number seven oh on defense. He knew more than I did. Nick Saban paid that kid $8 million. Now, he did say Chase Bryce had been at App State for six years. Yeah. Which is funny. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you know, I'm I'm sure he did not watch a lot of like Clemson mop no, up Chase Bryce, not. or I'm sure he did not watch a lot of Duke Chase Bryce. Uh, sir, I don't think I anyone don't think did. None of us did. No, no. So, um, yeah, that's like it. That that's what's weird to me is like, do I think we're better than Sam Houston? Yeah, absolutely. Do I think that we're going to beat Texas A&M on Saturday? I yes. hope we do. Listen, like I said last episode, I will never ever bet. Against the Appalachians, eight Mountaineers. No, no, no amount no, no, of money, no. no amount of odds. No, never bet against them. Absolutely not. I did wanted to uh, pose a question okay. for a, a closing thought here. I don't really have anything to offer in him. I don't know anything about him. I just know they have infinite robber baron money for their recruits. Yeah, no. If y'all didn't know at home, Texas A&M like they generate more like donation revenue than any other school in the country. Yeah. It's it's like a dumb like I think last time I looked at it it was like 112 million dollars that they generate yeah. just through donations they, every year. They pay their recruits in in bottles of oil. Yeah. They just have it, so much of it. Yeah, and they have like donors like every stu- like graduating student gets added to the like young alumni club because they have donors that that donate literally just for that so everybody that graduates is automatically that's a, that's a great idea yeah tennessee 13 to 20 loss wake forest 2019 oh, loss penn state 45 to 38 loss miami 25 to 23 loss unc 63 61 loss in between those we did have a unc dub and a usc dub and the However, one, uh, when does that start? Uh, 16. We also played yeah. Georgia at some point. Uh, the Georgia blowout and the Miami blowout were also in there. Right, but I'm just talking about close games. Here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way, is this kind of like, you know, like the term Clemsoning, NC State shit, right? There's terms for these schools where they do things over and over it's become synonymous with them oh, okay do you feel like we're kind of the the almost apps mm, i don't think we're quite there yet but no. i feel like it could be on the horizon i the 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 2019 dubs are what preventing that right in my brain if we if we did not win those games if those you know touchdown goes a different way all of a sudden yeah, no, I'm buying in. We're the almost apps. Because how many, how many more games like this where we lose by less than one score until it's no longer oh man, App State they're gonna give you run for for your money and it's more like oh, oh a fun App game State. but we'll win. Yeah, 
Yeah. Because mm. you can only have so many of these until the jig is There's up. A pattern. Yeah. Right. And, and people um, aren't like, wow, what a fight. What a game, boys. It's like, again, like we couldn't finish again. Maybe we'll have a conversation after this game. If for some reason, like if, if we end up at like a two-point loss, like last week or a mm. three-point loss. I hope to God not. I'd rather get blown out. <laughs> oh, my God. Anything other than like a less than seven-point loss. Yeah. Like, I'd rather lose by 14 or win. Yeah. I think then uh, suffer the... I cannot do a one-score loss. And it's that kind of feeling you get in that, your stomach where you feel like, oh, my God, we're going to do it. Yes, You kind of get that dude. little, like, this is happening. Yes. I'm watching this. And then to have that ripped away from you. Mm. Pulled out of your body by an onside kick return. It's probably what it feels like two point. when you have a little alien pop out of your chest. Yeah. An alien versus predator. One and two. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I think that's a good question to ask. I don't think that's our reputation. You don't think we're, we're almost apps? I don't think we're almost apps. I, I, I think for, for that, it needs to become more of a national type deal. Maybe internally people start to feel that way, but I don't feel that way necessarily. I think we've got Power 5 wins. Um, we've got Power 5 opponent schedule. We're going to have another crack at Chapel Hill next year. If, mm-hmm. if it's another sort of three-point game, maybe then. But Next year it'll be a one-point game. 2019 was three points. This two, year is two points. One. Oh, this is best right. of three. Yeah. That's going to be a, a stressful one. Should there be a trophy? I, if Should there be a trophy for the series? We should or make f- it. For the rivalry? We should oh, make it. Oh, we can make one. Yes. Sure. So they, we, they, like, I, actually, we're not going to even involve they. We are going we, to make it and, and if we send it to whoever wins. If we win, we'll keep it. And if we lose, we'll steal it from them and keep it. We'll send it to them, and then we'll and, steal and it. when it arrives, mm-hmm. we'll take it. We'll send it to them without postage, so it comes back. That's not stealing. They never had possession of it. I like it covering our tracks. I like that. No, that's just mailing something on the record to saying we're not stealing. I like that. That's literally Good just thinking. mailing something. The brains of the operation you right here. Your own address on the on the send to. We'll make a trophy. We'll make a trophy. Yeah, I don't know what it'll be yet. Maybe Max face melting. Hmm. There's a lot of potential. Could just be Eric Church. Oh, that's good. Could just be Eric Church. It could be Eric, but like an Eric Church build a bear with clothes that you can swap based on who wins. <laughs> so like he has his little App State shirt and his App State shoes, right? And then he's got his Carolina shirt, Carolina shoes, mm-hmm. and a canceled concert. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, that's I mean, the way to go. I think we shouldn't give away any more details because someone's going to take it. Someone's going to take the idea. So zip it up. Uh, what a stupid idea that Lock was. It. Who would do that? Throw away the key. We would, gone. We're just lollygagging here. Next time you hear us, I hope to the good Lord that we are not talking about the almost apps. I'd rather get smacked than have a one point, uh, uh, one score loss to Texas a and I really don't know if I can handle that. Yeah. You know, especially after back to back, man, you know, it's going to be like Monroe's magical season where they just keep, they kept losing, but it was close. <laughs> they celebrated. <laughs> yes. That's what's going to, that's what we're going to do. We're like, Oh my God, we almost beat Texas a and <laughs> That was weird that they're like literal. They had one win. Weird. I think it was like, they beat Arkansas. 
But then they got yes, it they was got, like one score game. And then to, like the next week people. they went to overtime with another power five, yeah, and yeah. then they just kept all the magical winning. season. Um, anything right. else you want to add? No, that's it for me. I'm all good. I'm all good. Lots of good, lots of good ideas, thoughts, Brewing discussion. Them. This mm-hmm. is the content our fans listen to us for. And listen, that's what happens when you drink Fresco.